Hey, kiddo, how was the hill? Did you learn anything? Yeah, that ripping pow induces spontaneous joy. The Icon Pass lets you do you at 50 destinations worldwide from 249 Adult. Drop in for next winter now and save at IconPass.com. What's up, bigots? What's up, bigots? If you save the banks, if you can save the banks, you can save the world. <laughs> That's like the quote of the century, isn't it? It's just uh, Greta Thunberg, the great Greta Thunberg, the great climate scientist and scholar, Greta Thunberg, totally grassroots activist. I mean, we are just, uh, we've just been so, we've been so gifted with all these grassroots heroes and activists lately, haven't we? All these grassroots heroes, the, uh, the health heroes, right? The essential twerkers. Wow. Let's get, you guys, go ahead. Let's start out the stream by just give a hand to all the essentials out there. Just wanna, go ahead, stand up. Stand up, guys. Stand up, guys. You can either you tip your mask. Tip your mask, your, your double face diaper. Tip your face diapers to the, uh, to the essential twerkers, right? Because they're essential. We need them. Right? You essential twerkers over at Walmart. Uh, CVS, you, know, you essential twerkers at Pfizer, Bayer Monsanto, yeah. you essential twerkers, you were the reason that we're all alive. We would, we would all be dead if it weren't for you. We, I, we would all be dead if it weren't for doctors and nurses in the hospitals. Give them a hand. Give them a hand. Third leading cause of death in the United States of America. Go ahead and give the third leading cause of death in the United States of America a hand because... We appreciate you. We appreciate you and your twerk. All you essential twerkers out there, we appreciate you, the celebrities. The celebrities. We appreciate you, you celebrities making those social media posts, right? virtue signaling about your, uh, your newly found band-aid on your arm, right? showing off your little stickers. You celebrities showing off your little stickers there on your arms. We appreciate you. Guys, give them a hand. Give them a hand. Give them a general, a gender-neutral hand. Go ahead and, uh, you know, get, get a little bit of Purell, of course. A little Purell now. You touched a lot of hands there. Get some Purell and go ahead and clean off those hands. Get the, uh, get the gender fluids off your hands and, uh, and just give those, give those essential twerkers a round of applause. Thank you. We, we appreciate you guys. We appreciate you because without you, where would we be? Where would we be without you? Where would we be? Um, <laughs> man, oh man, oh man, oh man. We're talking about getting snipped and microchipped today. Now, the microchip part, that's going to probably be Rockfin exclusive, right? We're going to do about half the stream as we've been doing lately. We're going to do the first half. We'll keep that first half YouTube friendly. Yeah, we'll keep that first half YouTube safe because we all know the algorithms over on YouTube. Although we've, uh, although we've been on the receiving end of the adpocalypse algorithmic uh, lashings over the last couple of years. We know that those algorithms don't like certain words. Certain words are not allowed to be said in those algorithms on YouTube. But that's why we got Rockfin. So you guys, we don't know how long this channel will be here. I guess Corbett just got removed the other day. Right, we're getting, channels are getting snipped. Channels be getting snipped like soy boys, 
limp dicks out there. And uh, we don't know how long this channel is going to be here on YouTube. So that's why you guys got to pull up a tab on the Rockfin. Pull up a tab on Rockfin. We're simulcasting over there. The second half is going to be exclusive and uncensored, unsnipped, unclipped over there on Rockfin. Big shout out to the Rockfin crew. Crew over there on Rockfin, thank you guys so much for enjoying, for saving, uh, for sharing the videos. Guys, hit the thumbs up, whether on YouTube or Rockfin. And let's get started, guys. We got a bunch of stuff to talk about first. What are we, what are we even going to talk about first? Here, you know what we'll do first? We will pull up. We'll pull this up first. We'll pull this up first. We got... Well, this one, all right, <laughs> this is going to be this is going to be for the second half. We've got Matthew Miller, MSNBC pundit, MSNBC, excuse me, analyst, MSNBC analyst, Matthew Miller. Congratulations, Matthew. Everybody give Matthew a round of applause. Give him a round of applause. Let's see if he's got a picture of his sticker. Did he get a sticker? He got a sticker. Oh, he got a sticker. Matthew, you're a star. You're a good global citizen. Thank you so much. Matthew Miller, you are brave. You're stunning. We're going to come back to you because this, is, this topic's not YouTube friendly. That's for the second half over there just on Rockfin. All right, let's see. We'll come over here. Come over here to the, uh, the Instagram. Give a quick update. Quick update. What's been going on with us? What's been going on here? We did, oh, there we go. A little honey harvest today. That was nice. We got to harvest some honey finally. It's been like a year. It's been at least eight months since we harvested honey last. But we lost it. We lost a couple boxes, and we're not sure why. Uh, my buddy, who knows a lot more about bees, kind of my uh, my bee sensei, he doesn't know why we lost those boxes. It could just be that the wood was a little bit older in it. But yeah, there we go. Look at that. Look at that flowing. Look at that honey flowing. Real foods, right? Real foods don't come in pre-packaged infantilized plastic wrap, right? Real foods don't come with freaking Disney characters on them. Real foods don't come in little McPlastic McContainers. Real foods come from your local area. This stuff was like green. It was almost, it was almost bright green. Let's see what else. I thought they had some, some stuff in here I wanted to look at. Oh, that's what, that's what it was. No, I had a post. We got a post. Oh shoot! You know what? These are these are also. All right, we'll come back to all this. We'll come back to this as well. Melissa Joan Hart. We're gonna give Melissa Joan Hart, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Melissa Joan Hart, be doing her part. She is an official good global citizen. Shout out to Melissa Joan Hart. Clarissa's gonna explain it all a little later. Matthew Miller will explain it a little later as well. Let's that topic. We're gonna do the second half. All right. Let's. This is what we're starting out with. I'm sorry. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Here we go. Here we go. Toxic masculinity. Right? If you, if you do a search, like if, at any given point, if you do a, gur a Google search, a gurgle search, if you do a gargle search, you search on the gargle. Check it out. Let's go over there to gurgle. Oh, look at Google. What is this? What day is it? Celebrating Johannes Gutenberg. Thank you. How nice, Google. Now, when the, uh, when the Western uh, Easter passed, of course, they didn't put anything, anything in there. So if you just do a quick search for masculinity, right, and you go over to the news on Google, oh, what a surprise. 
toxic masculinity. It's all toxic masculinity. Right? Redefining what is healthy masculinity. Toxic masculinity, right? Because all, all masculinity is toxic now. But don't worry. Uh, the, uh, the social engineers have got that under control because sperm counts are plummeting. Right? Sperm counts plummeting in the Western man. We all know this. We all know this. We talked about this a couple streams back. Oh, gee, I wonder why. Right? Gee, I wonder why there is a fertility crisis in the West, in the depraved, degenerate West, where young men like this are examples. Right? This uh, guy, Lil Nas. Lil Nas. Oh, goodness. Lil Nas. Look at this dude. Like this, this is the rappers of today. The rappers of today. Lil Nas. During the Grammy Awards ceremony, Lil Nas X, awarded for Best Music Video and Best Duo Performance, wore a splendid custom-made dress by Versace, designed and produced for him. Cowboy aesthetics, pink leather, bondage references, and transparencies have enhanced the figure. They enhanced his male figure, guys, of Lil Nas X, who became after his coming out last July. One of the symbols of the redefinition of masculinity. The redefinition of masculinity redefined masculinity within the black community, right? They love targeting the black community with the new male, the new male, the new masculinity. And of course, anybody who doesn't accept this, that's toxic masculinity, right? Having your own opinions, right? Being, standing strong in your opinions, standing strong in your faith, right? Believing in God, believing in right or wrong, believing that people like this are degenerates, and are destroying your culture, that's toxic masculinity. Right? This is uh, the, new, the new male looks like this. Pink leather cowboy hat, bondage gear. Versace though, it's Versace. Bondage gear. Right? All, the, all the, the, the bondage gear, this like fetishization of violence, the fetishization of sexual violence, right? But now, no, this is good. This is a good redefined version of masculinity. I'm gonna open this. This is a good redefined version of masculinity. Right, Lil Nas X. W Magazine wrote, it was the matching harness underneath that was straight out of one of Versace's most iconic shows, recalling Gianni Versace's 92 campaign, Miss S&M. So, all right, this is the dude that's humping on Satan's uh, wang, right? Humping on Satan's wang, dethroning uh, the devil in his most recent video, making his, uh, he made Satan shoes, right? The Satan shoes, making the Satan shoes. I got another article here. Men's fashion, this is from theguardian.com, super freeing. Men's skirts emerge as pandemic fashion trend. Skirts included in autumn winter collections while Harry Styles and Conway, Kanye West are rocking the look. Yeah, bro. Because what says masculinity better than dudes in miniskirts? <laughs> Dead-eyed dudes in miniskirts. Look at this guy's hair, dude. <laughs> so weird. Skirts from men, left to right. We got Stefan Cook, Ludovic de Saint-Sernine. Burberry. This guy's name is Burberry? Or no, are these, the those brand. are the brands. Okay. I'm going to name my next son Burberry. Um, for men who want to ditch their tie-dye tops and sweatpants post-pandemic, but keep the comfort, a surprising new trend has emerged. 
the skirt. It's totally grassroots, right? Because so many men just, they, men are just lining up to buy these skirts. Men are begging for these skirts. They can't get enough of them. They can't get enough of them. Now, as a woman, right, as a woman, I have to say, I'm a lesbian woman, so for, I'm not attracted to dudes. I'm, uh, I'm as lesbian as they come. Butch-ass, butch-ass bull dyke. I mean, that's what my wife calls me. She calls me a butch-ass bull dyke. Uh, she's a lesbian, too, so she could say that. She could call me a big fat dyke because she's also a big fat dyke. Both big fat dykes. Um, but when I realized I was a woman, I don't, I don't think I've really told this story yet. Have, you, have I told you guys the story of when I first... I mean, you guys know when I came out as trans-vegan, right? Uh, but man, did you, do you guys know the story of when I realized that... When I first realized I was a woman? It's a pretty cool story. Come over here to the chat and see what's up. Um, I mean, it was actually at a really young age that I realized that women's bathrooms are much cleaner than the men's rooms. I don't know if you guys ever noticed that. Like, you ever had like a, uh, a gas station bathroom, right? You're in the middle of nowhere. You got to pull over on the highway. You got you to gotta take a dump, right? So you got to take a dump. You, you got to take a dump. If you got to do that number, uh, the number two, I'll tell you, the women's room, much cleaner. So I learned at a very young age that... Um, that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted for myself. You know, that's what I wanted for my sons growing up. Like, I wanted them to have clean toilets, right? Clean men's rooms. Airport men's rooms piss everywhere, right? I mean, especially, like, certain places in Ecuador, you go into this men's room, it's just uh, the, the gross troughs, just reeks of pee in there. You walk into the women's room, just spotless. Spotless, right? So, I mean, I, I realized that at a young age, and... I think that's probably when I realized that I was a woman. Um, so, you know, I mean, the, the women's bathroom, pro tip, pro tip, if you want to become a woman, all you have to do is say you're a woman now. Yeah? Then you could call other women dykes. Call yourself a dyke. It's pretty cool. Um, I'm still waiting for my first gender affirming boxing match. Uh, unfortunately, no, no women have, have uh, wanted to step up. But, you know, it's coming. It's coming. We'll see what's up. So anyways, yeah, that's, that's kind of when I first realized it. You know, those men's bathrooms, they're dirty. They're dirty. Women's bathrooms are nice. It's not beer, by the way, for those of you. It's, it's, it's tonicina. It's tonic water. It's actually really nice. A friend of mine makes this. It's not beer. It's not toxic masculinity. Your toxic masculinity juice. It's just tonic water. I'm a lesbian. Come on, I don't drink beer. Okay, so, yeah, that's, that's the story, guys. Just a quick one. Come over here to the chat. What are you guys doing in the chat? What are you guys doing over here? We've got the YouTube. YouTube chat is growing. YouTube chat is growing. You guys remember, we're doing Simulcast Live over on Rockfin. Second half is going to be uncensored on Rockfin. Second half, we're going deep on the snipping and the microchipping. The snipping. The vaccine. And the microchipping. Going live over there on Rockfin. We're simulcasting live on Rockfin right now. I'll put the link in here. Pull up a tab on Rockfin. All right, it's free to sign up. If you guys want the exclusive content, the premium content, you can upgrade to a subscription. And that's how we are actually able to monetize this channel, which has been completely destroyed by YouTube. And I wonder why. Wonder why. So anyways, if you guys like these streams, if you guys do enjoy these, please, please, everybody, support the stream. Support the stream. We had some decent support on the last stream. 
We got some decent support on the last stream. Oh, we're getting any support on the YouTube right now on this one. There's a link for the uh, Streamlabs there. If you have questions or comments, we can read those comments and questions. And uh, thank you to the Rockfin crew over there. We already got a tip on Rockfin. Rockfin always coming through. We love it over there on Rockfin. Tate, what's up, Tate? Tate tip five bucks is vaxxed, masked, and gave my guns to the government. I love it, man. I mean, that's that's what we got. We all got to do our part. You know, we're all in this together, guys. We're all in this together. And uh, apparently that's, you know, that's how you stay safe. Right? Maxed, vaxxed, and turning in them guns. She might be in her form. She told me to tomorrow. Yeah, Tate. Hey, Tate. There is a, we know you're looking forward to the next, or we know you're in, we think you're in our forum. Jessica said to remind you guys that if you are in our forum, if you're in our private forum, and you want to get in on the coaching call tomorrow, next coaching call is tomorrow at, what time is it? 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Coaching call tomorrow in our forum. Private forum, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sign up down below if you want to join, become a member, get in on the weekly coaching calls. If you've got questions about diet, lifestyle, if you want our help, we've got a bunch of awesome people up there in the, uh, in the Primal Edge Health Forum. And uh, if you sign up for a year, it ends up being about 50% off. All right, so here we go. We got the, uh, it's just so freeing to wear a, a mini skirt, right? Why not? Why not? Uh, skirts have been included in the Autumn Winham collections of Stefan Cook, Ludovic Saint Cernin, Burberry, and Jaden Smith's MSFT, MSFTS rep label. All right, we, now, who, who else is better to redefine what masculinity is? Uh, who else better than you know, Will Smith, Will Smith's son? Will Smith's son, who you know, Will Smith uh, mouth-kissed in public a bunch of times, publicly humiliated his poor child. Um, you know, obviously one of the most confused children in the whole Hollyweird scene. While longer skirts have been worn by the rappers Post Malone and Bad Bunny and the singer Youngblood. But it was Harry Styles on the pages of U.S. Vogue who cemented the trend in a Wales Bonner knitted skirt and a Comme des Garçons kilt. Wow, you guys. Give him a hand. Give him a round of applause. Give him a round of applause. We had Kanye West wearing skirts. David Bowie on the cover of The Man Who Sold the World. And not to be confused with the man who sold his soul, uh, which is also David Bowie. Uh, Mick Jagger at Hyde Park. Mick Jagger. I mean, what, a, what a great uh, role model, right? All these, all these completely satanic, completely satanic inverted male figures. Jaden Smith. Mick Jagger. David Bowie. Isn't it funny? It's like the, the feminization of men, it's got this progressive thing that's happened since like the 50s and 60s, but it got really intense in the 70s, the 80s. I mean, it's you know, Jim Morrison you had in the, uh, in the late 60s, Mick Jagger, Rolling Stones, Robert Plant, you know, all these rock stars who were like hypersexualized. They called them sex symbols, right? And these are not... Uh, these aren't like these aren't grassroots images that you're being given. Right? These are carefully curated and selected. Now these rappers, you think you think uh, Lil Nas X is is like the top of the music game right now because he's just so talented. Do you think that's really what's going on? You think Lil Nas X is just the most talented rapper that has ever lived, and and that's how he got to the uh, to where he is? No. No, I mean people like if you had a. What's his name? DMX. He actually used to talk about this stuff. You can find clips of DMX talking about how 
They all, man, the whole industry. They all a bunch of, they all a bunch of, they all a bunch of dick suckers. Right, talking, talking about like how, how you got to basically bend over for the record executives, have dinner and whatnot with record executives if you want to make it in the industry. So who you think is telling uh, uh, Post Malone? You think Post Malone just like, man, I really want to wear a dress or long skirt or Young Blood. You think Young Blood's just like, man, just trying to find some dope-ass skirt to go get some pictures taken in, dog. Man, I'm bored right now. I'm trying to, I'm trying to help the youth. Trying to help the youth out the hood. Yo, young blood. Young blood, what you think about what you think about putting on a skirt and going doing a photo shoot in like a bathtub or something, dog? Yo, Pac. Yo, Pac, let's get you naked and put a big old gold chain on you and take some pictures of you in a bathtub, Pac. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Alright, come on. They've been feminizing these rappers, dehumanizing them. For a long time. The, the trend is indicative of how the pandemic has unshackled men from their dress codes. Right? How, what are you even talking about? <laughs> what the hell are you talking They put a link there. There's a hyperlink to some other article. From crop to tops to tie-dye. How lockdown has liberated men's wardrobes. Oh man, you guys are liberated. Men can wear crop tops now. Do you know what a crop top is? No? Is that when it's is cut it? off in your belly? There, Yeah. yeah. Men, men are just men are feeling so liberated because they can finally wear skirts and crop tops at home. That's not how it goes. I'm sorry, that's not how it goes. Men are not sitting around just wondering, oh man, why can't I wear a crop top now? <laughs> oh, thank, thankfully there's this. Uh, thankfully we've got a pandemic, and I can just throw on a skirt. No, it's social engineering, obviously. You know, what's more freeing to your legs than a skirt? I want to celebrate the freedom of expression, said Burberry's Ricardo Tishy in February when he unveiled the menswear focused collection, which featured pleated skirts and dress and shirt dresses, rather. Shirt dresses. So yeah, this is you know, don't be toxic masculinity. Be like young blood. Oh, this is young blood. Check out young blood. Lovely young man. Lovely young man. Look at the uh dressed like a like a vampire Nazi stormtrooper or something. But look, he's got, he's got rainbows behind him, right? He's got rainbows behind him. Look at the dead-ass eyes. I, expect, I expected Youngblood. I thought Youngblood would be like some black dude from the hood. No, this is Youngblood. This is Youngblood. What a joke. That's disgusting. And and look at the the chain on the neck too. Like what's what, the, the chain imagery, right? The the rappers with the chains on their neck. This isn't an image of wealth. This is an image of slavery. A chain with a lock on it. Dude's got a chain with a lock on it. Why do you always see that on the pop stars? Why are they always dressing up the pop stars like that? So I mean, there's just a slew of articles in the last few weeks on this crap. Oh, it's just so freeing. Men should be wearing skirts more. If only men would wear more skirts, then we could get rid of toxic masculinity. Right? Now, why, why is this constant assault on masculinity happening? Why, are we always, why is it always masculinity is bad, toxic masculinity? What's up with this? What's up with this? Right, we've talked about in the past the book, The Changing Images of Man. You know, at Stanford Research Institute, Changing Images 
of man, this is exactly what we've seen several decades of. The intentional engineering of the changing images of man. Changing the image of what man sees himself as, right? Rather than man being made in the image and likeness of God, right? Man is now a product of consumer culture. Man is an effeminized, virtue signaling, I mean, just a blob, just a blob of pop culture tropes repeating whatever slogans are popularized at the moment, whatever slogans have, happen to be in vogue, right? chasing approval from peers, right? malnourished, skinny, either skinny or skinny fat, right? either scrawny and emaciated, like vegan starvation look, or skinny fat with man boobs. Right, that's the, the new image of man. The rise of the sober, tasteful menswear skirt. Whether worn as a suit or paired with streetwear, the new menswear skirt is surprisingly low-key. From Rachel Tashian. In this article on GQ. From their contributor, Rachel Tashian. So she, you can also see her amazing work in The Prince of Skinny Jeans that says goodbye to all that. The Met Gala is back with a celebration of American fashion. The Met Gala. I mean, another. I mean, look at Kid Cudi's off-white SNL appearance is another sign that dresses for men are becoming the norm. Two days ago. I mean, it's just constant. Constant dudes in dresses. Yeah, Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi. Look at, look at SNL. Look at all these fools. Everybody with a mask. Everybody wearing masks. Look at this, the, the unfunniest show. SNL is so bad. SNL has been bad for like probably at least, I guess like 20 years now. But as, if, has anybody seen SNL lately? It's not, they don't even try to be funny anymore. It's just, uh, just overt political hackery. Pete Davidson. That guy, what's that guy's name? Colin Jost or something like that. Yeah, Dude, there's, it's awful. It's the worst. This show's so bad. And the only funny people on this show... I don't see him. There's like one... For Kyle Mooney used to be real funny back in the day on YouTube. But I, I can't even watch SNL. It's so bad. Kyle Mooney used to be hilarious. Um, Kyle and Beck. Those guys were legitimately funny when they were on YouTube doing their own thing. You guys ever see like the Inside SoCal skits and stuff? Those were great. Those were fantastic. But now, I mean, they, they, they just get shelved. The actual, actual funny people on that show actually just get shelved. Where the worn as a suit or paired with streetwear, the new menswear skirt is surprisingly low-key. There are a few taboos left in fashion, but none of them pertains to gender. Men have been wearing skirts for years now, and designers like Tom Brown and Rick Owens have made them staples. Staples for who? <laughs> of course, fashion historians will remind you that boys used to wear dresses until puberty. Hmm. Wow, let's, let's start that up again, huh? And critics will point to Yohiz Yamamoto, Ralph Simmons, who are these people? Jean-Paul Gaultier, and others who spent the 90s putting men in skirts on the runway. Harry Styles in a Gucci gown, or a Shapova low in a skirt, might create a furor among right-wing commentators. Oh, it's just right-wing commentators, right? If you, don't, if you don't like this, if this aesthetic is not for you, then you must be a right-wing hate monger. You must be a spiteful hateful bigot who just despises progress. You must hate progress. 
Right, so here we go. Every everybody's everybody's on it, guys. The skirts. No, wear the dress. You bigot. Designers are betting on betting, are betting or men's. Oh, they can't even daily New York Daily News. Come on, you can't even spell your headline correctly. Designers are betting on men's skirts as emerging fashion trend. Very liberating, bro. That skirt is so chic. That's a what a great way to start an article. Somebody give this man an award, bro. That skirt is so chic. Skirts are emerging as a new trend in menswear fashion as designers reflect the new realities of a year under COVID rules in their new collections. According to The Guardian's deputy fashion editor, Priya Alarm, this is the fashion co- this is my fashion commentator voice. Hey, hey, E Hollywood stories. I'm going to be the new voice of E Hollywood stories. E Hollywood stories. Bro, that skirt is so chic. According to The Guardian's deputy fashion editor, Priya Lan, the surprising new trend reflects how pandemic life has unshackled men from their dress codes. Designers such as Steve Cook, Ludovic de Saint-Sarnin, and Burberry have all included skirts and dresses in the upcoming fall winter collections. It's the same article, though. If you actually read the, the, the copy from the article... Finally getting some finally getting some support over there from you bigots. What's up with that? Finally some supports from the bigot in the chat. We got Aaron, the big black dude, is the top bigot so far. There we go. You guys, if you guys like the streams, first of all, pull up a tab on on Rockfin. Second half is gonna be just on Rockfin. Now YouTube, you gotta be careful on YouTube, but on Rockfin we don't have to bite the tongue. On Rockfin we do not get we do not get censored. We do not get shadow banned. So pull up a tab on Rockfin. There's the link in the description. And there's the pinned comment over there in the chat. And then also, hey, if you like the stream, support the stream, guys. And the big black dude donated 15 bucks. Says just wear a dress and be a safe, obedient, non-binary global citizen. This is the homogenization of culture, right? Thank you very much, Aaron. Be a good global citizen. A homogenous citizen. Because that's what's trendy, that's what's cool. Because that's we all got to follow what's trendy and cool, right? Because the most important thing, you know, that Madison Avenue will tell you the most important thing is to be accepted, right? Be accepted by the false image that's constantly projected at you of what you think your peers believe. And what you think your peers believe. And what is this new, so-called new normal that, uh, that this article calls the new COVID reality? What is this brought about but more disconnection from actual real peers in real life? All right, now again, they use the same term. They, they quote that last article, unshackled men from their dress codes. Unshackled. You're being unshackled. Right? It's this complete inversion because what's actually happened over the last year is people have been shackled. Nobody's been unshackled. You've been shackled. You've been muzzled. And now you're being snipped. Right? I mean, and they, they, they train you to believe that the most virtuous thing that you can do is to effeminize yourself as a man. That's the, most, the best thing you can do just to make up for the, uh, the, the past of your gender's terrible crimes against, against what, right? Against uh, the new social norms that are being established right, by moral relativists. 
who are constantly moralizing to you as if morality was objective, but claim to believe that morality is subjective. So you're being unchained, unshackled. What do you mean unshackled? What the hell are you talking about, unshackled? You're shackling men. You're putting them in their homes, telling them, you can't go outside. Submit to this. Submit to the never-ending, constantly shifting regulations and guidelines and dictates and mandates from the state. And then maybe we'll let you out. Maybe we'll let you out. But really, as long as people keep submitting, as we said many times, as long as people keep submitting, you're never going to be let out. You will never be let out of this. The lockdowns will never end. They want rolling lockdowns indefinitely. And as I said from the beginning, they're going to shift this. They're going to shift this thing and start to justify and start to justify maintaining all of these cove restrictions, all the coof restrictions. Where'd that go? I had it. There we go. They're going to shift these all and the, uh, the lockdown life that you've been sold on as this uh, you know, great way to save grandma. Lockdown lifestyle is going to be pivoted towards climate change. How did I know this? I'm not, I'm not a prophet. I don't have a crystal ball. It's so obvious to me because I've been studying this for a couple, for a decade and a half now. I've been studying this for over 15 years now. What's going on here is a slow, controlled implosion, a controlled demolition of the way of life of everybody in the world to bring about a new order, to bring about the smart city grid, to bring about a global technocratic order where everybody is tracked and traced, where total surveillance is ubiquitous in every single aspect of your life. It is a Skinner box panopticon technocracy. It is a, it's a dehumanizing slave grid. And climate change is not the real issue that these people care about either. Climate change is a proxy issue that the eugenics movement had to pivot into in order to switch up the rhetoric so that it would seem socially acceptable after the Nazis made the eugenics movement unpalatable to many people in the West. I mean, remember, the Kaiser Wilhelm Institute, the Kaiser Wilhelm Institute couldn't have existed if it weren't for big money Western interests. Right? You're looking at NGOs like the Rockefeller Foundation who've historically been obsessed with depopulation had to shift and rebrand their so-called philanthropy, which is really just monopoly maneuvering, which is really just power consolidation mechanism. Right? The NGO is a, it's a shell game. The NGO is a shell game for big monopoly capital, for big international banks, and for huge transnational corporations to push resource consolidation agendas. So you look at the Rockefeller Foundation, what they had to do in a great book, if you want to learn a little bit more about this, get the book, get Lily E. K.'s book, The Rockefeller, let me find it. There you go, The Molecular Vision of Life, Caltech, The Rockefeller Foundation, and The Rise of the New Biology. Let's see if I can pull this up here. Lily E. K., ah, there it is. The Molecular Vision of Life, Caltech, The Rockefeller Foundation, and the rise of the new biology. Now this is MIT 
from Lily E.K. from the Program in Science, Technology, and Society, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. It was published in 1993 by Oxford University Press, and it is about the Rockefeller Foundation, their social engineering programs, and how the uh, molecular biology programs, how all the modern sciences were essentially formed under the guiding hand of philanthropy and of several big money foundations who working through universities have created a system of education which is really indoctrination and, and fake environmentalism in an attempt to essentially rebrand to rebrand the eugenics movement and the idea of controlling man controlling man's movement controlling man's behavior as a way to bring about a utopian state and the rebranding of the eugenics movement as environmentalism as progress in the name of science And what is environmentalism now? It's all about overpopulation. Really, when you actually listen to what the environmental movement is truly saying, what they're saying is, your breath is a toxic gas. They're saying, your breath is a toxic gas. You simply breathing is bad for mommy earth. You're destroying the planet just by existing, just by breathing. You're bad, you're gross, toxic. Carbon dioxide is coming out your mouth constantly. Carbon dioxide, so bad. So, so bad. Carbon dioxide is killing everybody. All right, well, so what do we do to get rid of the carbon dioxide? How do we reduce the human footprint? We've got to reduce the number of human feet, as Sadhguru said at the World Economic Forum. Right, so you've got the Rockefeller Foundation, the Ford Foundation, the Carnegie Endowment, all these huge philanthropic organizations, and now they're pushing for social justice as well. They're so concerned with climate change and social, and social justice and fusing those two movements. And they've done a great job the last couple of years of fusing those two ideas, climate change and social justice, climate justice. And so as the Western man is shackled in his home, told that he's a non-essential, and they're told that he's a non-essential, and as economic measures that have been studied, right? They've studied this. They understand that economic measures can be used to reduce human fertility rates. In times of depressions, people have less children. In times of economic uncertainty, people will not opt to have children. If you spread ideas and ideals about what they call reproductive health services and normalize what is actually infanticide, right? Killing babies. You normalize that. If you normalize degenerate behavior, if you normalize non-traditional relationships, if you normalize new images of what it is to be a man, where did that, where did that door go? If you normalize this type of stuff, then you will see a drop in fertility rates. And so if you, if you check out the book, Ecoscience, another really important one, Paul Ehrlich and Anne Ehrlich and John P. Holdren, the book, Ecoscience, Population, <clears throat> Population Resources, Environment. They start out the section on population policies with a quote from Mao. Right? These are, this is a major environmentalist textbook. This was taught in universities for years. They start out the, the section on population policies with a quote from Mao. And guess what the quote is? Of all things, 
People are the most precious things. You're a thing. Right? You're not a human being. You are a thing. Here's, let's see if I can pull up the uh, chapter 13, of course. Mao's Satan. He's so green, right? Mao is so green. Of all things, people are the most precious. The camera doesn't want to zoom in on that. But yeah, that's chapter 13, Population Policies and Eco-Science. John P. Holdren and Paul Ehrlich, right? John P. Holdren was the White House science star under Obama. Mao is so green. Mass murdering communist regimes are so green. And it's also so green to wear a skirt and guess what? To have lockdowns. Yeah. So the pivot began a long time back. Just a few weeks into this, they were already talking about, oh, we might have to have climate lockdowns. CNN today. Quote from CNN over on, uh, on their Twitter. The pandemic, the, the pandemic, quote from CNN again, the pandemic has given us a trial run. Experts say the COVID-19 pandemic has taught hard lessons that countries can use to tackle other major global crisis. And uh, excuse me, another major global crisis, climate change, right? So experts, the experts, the experts. If you, if you just say, experts say, experts say that if you start out a sentence with experts say, 90% of the idiots that are listening to you will believe whatever you say after that. Experts say the COVID-19 pandemic has taught hard lessons that countries can use to tackle another major global crisis, climate change. Right? Because the measures that were put out in order to fight the so-called virus, which actually just made it more likely that people would become ill. We're going to talk about all this deeper in the second half where we don't have to bite our tongue. But the measures that were implemented, the measures that were implemented were, of course, the same exact measures that were being recommended for climate change, right? Decreased human mobility, more tracking of everybody, quantification, tracking and tracing of all resources and the movement of people, which they call human resources. They say, you are human resources. Hard lessons. It taught hard lessons that countries can use to tackle climate change. So CNN. Thanks, CNN. Let's see the... There are... Most of the comments... <laughs> most of the comments seem to be calling them out. Someone says, this is a terrifying tweet. Susan of Texas says, they can let us starve and die and we will do nothing in return. Lesson learned. I mean, some places it almost seemed like that, right? Just lock people in their homes, tell them that they're not essential. You're not essential. We need to save the world from the climate crisis. Right, and if you don't comply, if you don't comply, you're a bigot. If you don't comply, you're bad. You're a mean, big, nasty bigot. And you hate the climate. And you're a denier of science, right? Another, another thing. You don't want to be a science denier. You can't be a science denier. No, you don't want to wear a skirt? You're a science denier. You don't want to stay home to save lives? You don't want to give up your job and your freedoms? You're a science denier. There's a completely inverted, retard world that they're building around us where men are infantilized, where children are openly groomed and abused into and initiated into a dehumanizing pop culture that isn't just weird and creepy now. Now it's just openly predatory. Just openly run 
by the most disgusting degenerates you can think of. Jimmy Savile, right? Jimmy Savile was running free through the BBC for years. Jimmy Savile did what he wanted. Prince Charles wanted to make Jimmy Savile the godfather of his child. I think it was Prince Harry. He wanted to make him the godfather of Prince Harry. Jimmy Savile was a notorious abuser of children, did the most horrific and disgusting and obscene things you could ever imagine. We're talking like, we're talking necrophilia. Now, Jimmy Savile had a, had a body buried at his estate, supposedly from some other serial killer. He was associated with all these serial killers, which uh, our boy Jay Dyer over there has documented and spoken about on his channel. Jimmy Savile is just the, uh, the, the, the spitting image of the pop culture degeneracy that we've been inundated with, right? Savile was actually a tour manager for the Beatles on one of their tours. You can find pictures of Jimmy Savile with the Beatles. He was close friends with the Royals. He was knighted. He hung out with a Pope. Yeah? He was all up in everyone's business. He had the keys to mental institutions and would go in there at night and do the most horrific, terrible things to children and corpses in hospitals and mental institu institutions. This guy was doing the most disgusting, sick, twisted things that you can't even speak. Right? And th this guy was on TV, hanging out with young children, grooming young children, right in front of everybody. Right in front of everyone. I mean, it's, it's crazy, right? And this is, these are the people in the media that we're supposed to look up to. All right, let me come over here to the chat. We got, finally, there we go. We got a little bit of support. Marianne, thank you very much. Marianne donated five bucks. Marianne donated five bucks over there in Streamlabs, you guys. If you're watching on YouTube, the Streamlabs link is in the chat. Let me throw it up here. Some of these streams, we get good support. Some we get like none. What's up with that? What's up with that? We got a couple Streamlabs today, though. Thank you very much. There we go. Got some bigots stepping up. Yeah, there we go. Marianne donated five bucks. Says, can't lie, I love some masculine Scottish men with their facial hair and kilts. That's not a skirt. That's a kilt. It's not a skirt. It's a kilt. Not so much these feminine men wearing skirts. They scare me in every way. Thanks for what you do. Love you guys. Yeah, it's not like, you know, these clothes, you know, kilts are a Scottish tradition that are associated with masculinity. These aren't mini skirts. These aren't uh, these aren't leather mini skirts with like you know a pink boa. <laughs> you know, thank you, Marianne. Thank you, Marianne. You go check out like the Highland Games. Those are kilts, not skirts. Thank you very much, uh, Andrew Sheed. What's up, Andrew Sheed? Top big Andrew Sheed says Tristan. What makes you too cool to pump yourself full of Gates Foundation goo when Saline, the fifty-year-old witch, Sabrina, the fifty-year-old witch, rolls up the sleeve? Listen to sitcom scientists. <laughs> Listen to sitcom scientists. Yeah, exactly. Listen to Bill Nye. Listen to Bill Nye because Bill Nye, the science guy, he knows the science. He looked at the science and he knows that you got to get snipped and chipped if you want to be a good global citizen. All right. Thank you, Tate, over there. Let's come over here to the Rockfin. We're getting some support on Rockfin as well. Tate, tipping five bucks. We already read that one. Mick Ale. What's up, Mick Ale? Mick Ailes, our, uh, our, our resident uh, graphic artist over there. How you doing, Mick? says, Mammy Earth told me BDSM and stopping the breathing of oxygen is the only way to save planet Earth. I breathed in deep into my monkey body and have held my breath in all year. Now my safe space is more safer. <laughs> that's, that's good. Like, you got to read that in like, the Ralph Wiggum voice, though, right? Uh, to be read in the, in the Ralph Wiggum voice. Just for kicks. Just for kicks. Thank you, Just for kicks. 
Just for Kicks said, send 10 bucks and says, take it, bigot. Take it, bigot. Thank you, Just for Kicks. There we go. The Rockfin crew stepping in. You guys uh, oh, who are watching on YouTube, you can also pull up a tab on Rockfin. Second half is going to be just on Rockfin, too. All right, second half, we're going deep on the, on the chipping. Snipping and chipping. Second half, we're going deep on the chipping and how this chipping, we're going to watch this 60 Minutes segment that is just insane. Just absolutely nuts. Are we watching a one-minute clip of this last time? We're going to go through maybe a good portion of the uh, of this 15-minute clip from uh, from 60 Minutes. And we're going to talk about all these celebrities, all these celebs lining up for the jab, being good global citizens. All right, thank you guys for the support. We appreciate that. Andrew Sheed, Marianne, and Aaron the Big Black Dude. Thank you guys for stepping up, supporting, sponsoring the stream. We got no sponsors on this stream except for you guys. You guys are the sponsors. You guys are the reason these streams still happen. All right, so pull up a tab over there on Rockfin. There is a simulcast going on over there. In probably about 30 minutes, we're going to go exclusive over there so I don't have to bite my tongue. Yeah, but we'll finish up. We'll finish up some of these topics over here. We got a bunch of stuff to talk about. We got like I have like ten different streams kind of lined up already this week. I don't have time for all of them. And every time I got a bunch of streams that I already want to do, some new shit happens. It's even crazier to talk about. So we got we got constant we got constant uh, material here, constant flow of material from Clown World out there. So thank you guys for supporting. If you do like the stream, please support the stream. Sometimes we get some support from the chat. Sometimes we don't. Last stream, we got some great support on Rockfin. Thank you guys on Rockfin for support on that last stream with them tips. You guys are watching on YouTube. Second half exclusive to Rockfin. And if you're watching this later on in the replay, right now during the second half, if you're watching it live, it's free. You can watch all the free material. There's a whole bunch of free uh, content over there on Rockfin. But then if you want access to the exclusive stuff, if you want access to the members-only stuff, what you got to do is become a subscriber, right? So you update to the subscription and you get access to all our premium content and then the premium content of other content creators over there as well. So it's like a not-gay version of Netflix, kind of, right? It's like a non-gay Netflix. Uh, you can get access to Jay Dyer's premium stuff over there. You got Jason Burmas. You got Richard Grove. Whitney Webb is over there. Uh, the Last American Vagabond. Um, who else? A bunch of awesome content creators over there um, on Rockfin. Big shout out to the Rockfin crew. Keeping them tips coming. Thank you, guys. Shout out to DB. Donated five bucks. Got a uh, comic relief <laughs> video for later. And, I'll, yeah, I'll pull that up. Thank you, DB. Sent this new Kyle Dunnigan video. Kyle Dunnigan's been killing it with these Biden. His Biden impression is great. All right. Oh, excuse me. Where are we at? All right, here we go. Now, who better? Who better to further infantilize us? And who better to teach our children, right, about what it is to be a man, what it is to make friends, right, than, uh, than a bunch of puppets on Sesame Street, right? So Madison Avenue and Sesame Street, they both just want you to be a good global citizen, right? They just want you to get snipped to get that vax slipped into your arm and to get you chipped eventually, right? For the greater good, of course, because they care so much. They just care so much. Here we go, Sesame Street. You love that, gotta love that soy face on, uh, what's this guy's name? Billy Porter. Billy Porter sings about making friends with Elmo and Abby. When you don't know someone and are feeling shy, 
Try saying hi. You might end up making friends with a penguin or a man in a bow tie dressed up like a penguin that your parents don't know that you've never met before. Right? So Sesame Street, yet again, teaching children to talk to strangers. Make friends with weird, random adult strangers. Yeah, let's see what kind of adult strangers. Oh, how lovely. How lovely. They're fighting toxic masculinity over there on Sesame Street. How lovely. Let me refresh this to see how many views it has now. Because I pulled this one up at least a week ago to talk about this on a stream. It's been viewed 118,000 times. Uh Uh-oh, we still live? Yeah, we're still live. Might have a little little hiccup there in the stream quality. Excuse that. Oh, Elmo. Elmo hanging out with Billy Porter. 122,000 people have seen this. Do you think it's mostly children or adults watching this? I don't know. (laughs) Here we go. Buckle up. (laughs) Buckle up. Hold on to your butts. Samuel L. Jackson once said. Here's the... uh, so a dude in a dress, dude in a dress, a dude in a tuxedo dress, teaching your kids how to make friends with strangers so they can play tag, right? Let's play tag. What is tag? Let's play touch. Let's play touch. Let's play tag. What the f- Oh, pizza. Wow, what a surprise. They like pizza. Who would have thought that Sesame Street and Billy Porter like pizza? Oh, amazing. So talking about body parts as well with Billy Porter, right? This is just totally, totally normal behavior for an adult man, right? This is, and this is, this is PBS. Remember how much, how much public money, how much of your tax money goes into PBS? How much of your tax money goes into this crap? Yeah. (laughs) Wow. F is for friends. Did you guys know that? You got, you got a freeze on the soy face there. Yeah! Oh, Elmo! Elmo made new friend with his, his friend Billy Porter! Oh! Elmo! Billy Porter taught Elmo how to play tag! And how do you, how do you learn what words start with word F? Oh, we play tag! Oh, you just say, we say hi to people that are in the streets! And those people will teach us how to play tag. But Elmo should not tell his daddy and mommy that, that he played tag with his new friends. Because Billy Porter taught Elmo that you never want to say to mommy and daddy what the games are that you play with your new friends that you meet with the penguins. Him new friend was dressed as a penguin. Oh, Elmo love make friends. Elmo... Elmo hung out with his friends. They had pizza. Elmo friends love pizza. Ha ha. Ha ha. Woo. I mean, like, people used to say Michael Jackson was creepy back in the day. People used to say that Michael Jackson was creepy. Billy Porter. Everybody, Billy Porter. We got... So this, I mean, this is just, this is totally, you know, normal. <laughs> totally normal behavior for children, right? Oh, Elmo. Oh, Elmo love hanging out with all the adults. 
Elmo love hanging out with Billy Porter, who he meet in the street. <laughs> Look at this one. I mean, just and any one of these. This is the thing. It's like this is the Sesame Street. It's an endless well of really, really strange, creepy things being taught to children. Hi there, it's Alan from Sesame Street. Speaking of weird, creepy things, right? Alan, here, here's another, yeah, toxically masculine Alan, Alan Morauka, right? So the media is telling you that it's toxic masculinity not to wear a dress, right? But it's super freeing, right? If you wear a skirt, that's super freeing. Yeah, Alan Morauka and Billy Porter, though, this is the this is good masculinity, right? Oh, look at Alan. He wears pretty hypnotic patterns on his shirt. He wears pretty hypnotic patterns on his shirt. He must be a good guy. He must be a nice man. Alan, Alan, here's Alan hanging out alone in his weird little apartment. He's going to read to you kids. Now, I know we're all getting used to a new way of doing things. But you know what? We are here for each other. So I no. thought it might be fun today to read a story together. Here for each other. Do you want to do that? Read... These tropes. So we are here for each other. Right? We're all in this together. Right? They, they want to give people a sense, a false sense of social cohesion. Right? Whereas you really get actual social cohesion in real communities, in real families. Right? But the, the family is being destroyed. Real communities are being destroyed. In-face community interaction is demonized. Right, it's bad to get together in person. You can't hug people. You can't even hug your grandma. Right? Unless maybe you'll be able to hug somebody. Maybe you can hug somebody if you go take our, uh, our experimental gene therapy shots. We'll get into that in the second half, which is going to be Rockfin exclusive. You guys are watching on YouTube. We're getting the, the countdown begins to where we're going just Rockfin. The countdown begins. Hey, if you guys like the stream over there on YouTube, please support. And then go over to Rockfin. Pull up a tab on Rockfin. It's going to be exclusive to Rockfin. Second half, you can watch for live for free. You can watch for live for free. Or afterwards, if you're watching this on the replay, if you're on the replay afterwards, then you can... Uh-oh. Uh what's going on here? Something wrong with the stream? We getting a bad internet connection? Pages are not loading. Maybe we're good. All right. Um, if you're watching this live, go over there on Rockfin. You can watch the second half for live for free. If you're watching on the replay, you're going to have to update. You're going to have to upgrade, rather, to the, uh, to the subscription, which you should do anyways because there's a bunch of exclusive content over there on Rockfin where we can go deep on these subjects where we don't have to be... Where we don't have to be... Biting our tongues where we are not censored at all. The second half is going to be live on Rockfin. Rockfin exclusive. So I mean, it's just the constant weird, creepy adults grooming little chilies over here on... Did a story? It's so weird. All right, let's do it. This like, is one of my... I would never allow my children to be alone with this guy. I would never allow my children to interact with this dude, even if I was there with him. Illustrated by Michael Smolin. And it stars two of our furry little friends. Who's this blue guy right here? That's right, that is Grover. And our red furry little friend, that's right, that's Elmo. So, all right, all right what is this image? Right, this is some weird Kinsey shit again, right? What is Grover? Grover is like a fully grown blue thing. 
a fully grown blue furry creature, right? Oh, they're furry little creatures, and they want you. They want the kids to actually identify with these furry little creatures. And what do you do with furry little creatures? What do you do with dogs and cats? Oh, you're gonna pet them. You pet the little dogs and cats. You stroke the little dogs and cats. Oh, they're so soft. All right, so they're normalizing this thing of like children identifying with being touchy-feely little pets, All right, which that's, t children are not meant to be touchy-feeling little pets. That's not what children are meant to be at all. Children are little human beings. They're not meant to be abused. They're not meant to be uh, handled by random-ass adults. They're not meant to be taught weird things by weird dudes in creepy hypnotic shirts like Alan Barauka. Children are made in the image and likeness of God. All right, but now, no, that's not, children are not there to be um, you know, godly. They're not there to be, uh, to be taught things about Excuse me, I'm sorry. I lost my train of thought. It's just so upsetting. This, this completely, it's just so sick. Just this, this image right here. Another monster at the end of this book, right? Well, who the hell wants to teach their children about monsters? <laughs> like, what is this? What, what the hell is this? Right, this is why we, we don't have any of these weird Disney things in our home. We don't have any of this crazy ass Sesame Street nonsense in our house. Right, you know, you know what our children get to read? They read about the lives of saints. We read the Bible. We pray with them. We teach them about the truth. We tell them the truth. We tell them the truth about creepy ass, weird ass adults that they don't want to have anything to do with. Now look at this book, Grover, grown man. Oh, he's all furry and cute though, right? He's all furry and cute. Don't you just want to pet Grover? And look at Elmo. Elmo, half the size of Grover, different color from Grover, right? So clearly, Elmo's not in his daddy's arms. He's not in his mommy's arms. He's in blue monster Grover's arm, starring lovable, furry old Grover. Oh, he's furry. He's a furry. Right, all these dudes hanging out in their little furry costumes. How creepy is this? How freaking weird is this, man? Furries. Furries. Furry Grover holding equally lovable furry little Elmo. Little friends, that's right, that's Elmo. All right, let's read the book. Grover says, Elmo, I am not going to the end of this book if there is a monster there. Monsters are not to be trifled with. I'm going to stay right here on the first page. And then Elmo says, Okay, Mr. Grover, Elmo will go see the monster all by himself. This turn is the sick. page, please. This I guess is disgusting. Like, what, what is this teaching children? What, what is the, what's the moral of this story? This is so freaking weird. This is so freaking strange. What's going on over here on YouTube? I know, I know YouTube, if you guys are watching on YouTube, which the YouTube audience is being slashed, right? You know, if you guys are watching on YouTube and you want to actually be notified, down in the description of this video, you can sign up to be notified. We will send an email to you before these streams because YouTube doesn't notify any of our audience. 
YouTube doesn't even notify some of our mods, right? Who got the blue hammer up in the chat. It doesn't notify people who say they want to be notified who hit the bell notification. So if you want to get notified, you can sign up for the email list down below or go over to Rockfin, follow the channel on Rockfin. You can follow for free. You can watch these live on Rockfin when we're streaming for free. And then if you want access to the exclusive premium content, you can become a subscriber. But like, I mean, this is, look at this. Oh, there's a monster at the end. Of, I, don't want to, I don't want to hang out with monsters. Oh, but Alan Marauka, he's so nice. He'll teach us about monsters. And now, oh, maybe the monsters aren't so bad. Maybe they're not so bad. We're all just furry little touchy-feely things, aren't we, Alan Morelka? I want to. I gotta look up how much how much tax money goes to PBS. Right, so Sesame Street is PBS. How much of our tax money goes to PBS? So the money is distributed through grants. What percentage of PBS is government funded? That's what I'd like to know. Internet's being a little weird now. How much funding is appropriate to the CBP, CPB? Annual funding to the CPB has been level at $445 million for several years. That's about $1.35 per American per year. Represents 0.01% of the federal budget. All right, now... The, <laughs> This is where your tax money is going. Alan Marauka. Because masculinity is such a problem. We need, we need people like uh, Alan Marauka and uh, was it Billy Porter to teach us about it. Here's another non-toxically masculine. Obama, Bruce Springsteen reflect on toxic masculinity and there's the sins of their father. The sins of their fathers. Right, so the, the, the secular president and atheist rock star talk about the sins of their fathers. Now, what, are, what are the sins of their fathers, right? They didn't wear a dress. They didn't wear a skirt. They didn't want to pay. They didn't want to pay carbon taxes. The sins of their father. They didn't want to pay taxes to the IMF and World Bank to save the planet. Let's see what... For the first time we actually met probably was in 2008 during the campaign. You came... Was it in Michigan or Ohio? I have no recall. I... <laughs> Bruce Springsteen and Obama have a podcast. Was ashamed of his family. That was that was my entire pick. Back this up. Here we go. You know, my father was like ashamed of his family. That was that was my entire picture of masculinity. Did you have to deal with that? So my father leaves when I'm two, and I don't meet him until I'm ten years old when he comes to visit for a month. It made sense if you're going to be a rock and roll star, you're going to play the guitar. Guitars were cheap. I could actually work a job, which I did. I saved up $18, bought a cheap guitar. Then I started to learn some Beatles stuff. I learned Twist and Shout. That's the only clip they play with the toxic masculinism. Yeah, here we go. Former President Barack Obama and legendary musician Bruce Springsteen discussed toxic male behaviors, the definition of masculinity in America. 
and struggles with their fathers in the latest episode of their renegades. Oh, they're such renegades, right? That was, remember, that was Obama's, the, the name, his Secret Service codename was Renegade. Renegades, born in the USA podcast, released on Monday. In a monologue opening the episode, Obama argued that, unfortunately, society's definition of masculinity has not substantially changed since the days when he and Springsteen were children. And many of these narrow, distorted ideas contributed to so many of the damaging trends we continue to see in the country, whether it is the growing inequality of our economy. Oh, yeah, that's toxic masculinity has made inequality in our economy, right? And our complete unwillingness to compromise on anything in our politics. So you won't bend to my political will. That's toxic masculinity. You won't submit to me. You won't submit to me. You must be toxic masculinity embodied. (laughs) Come on. As examples of these flawed ideas, Obama listed an emphasis on physical toughness and suppressing your feelings. This is the trope that's constantly being put out. Oh, men are told to suppress their feelings. What what are you even talking about? (laughs) Suppress your feelings. Suppressing your feelings. I don't know. I I feel like that's just a bullshit made up trope there. Oh, men, men, there's an emphasis on men having to suppress their feelings. We, we should all just be crying all the time. Men <laughs> should just be crying in public and throwing hissy fits and be hyper-emotional creatures. Having success defined mainly by what you own and your ability to dominate rather than your ability to love and to care for others and the tendency to treat women as objects to possess rather than full-fledged partners and fellow citizens. Man, Obama, you are so, I feel so empowered. That is so, thank you so much, Barack. Barack Obama taking on toxic masculinity. I don't think, uh, yeah, great, great example of what is a human being. Barack Obama, the, um, you know, war criminal mass murderer, Barack Obama. There's another one. Now, this just came out. It was this. We just searched this. When you search masculinity on Google News, one of the first articles from two days ago, Paul Butler over there at the Washington Post, democracy dies in the darkness. Like, they still have that as their uh, the little byline there. Democracy da- dies in darkness. The Washington Post, who spent the last four years casting darkness all over the United States with their bullshit propaganda, the Washington Post, owned by Jeff Bezos, right? One of the biggest billionaires in the world. They are just, they care so much. They care so, so much about helping to save masculinity and redefine it. How toxic masculinity helped kill George Floyd. So not only is toxic masculinity making men unable to express their emotions, right? Men are just afraid to cry. Men are afraid to cry. But also toxic masculinity is, uh, it, it, it's, killing, it's killing poor George Floyd, right? A makeshift memorial for George Floyd in Minneapolis is shown as the, uh, as the photograph here. This is by Paul Butler. The topic of toxic masculinity comes up more in conversations about hashtag me too than Black Lives Matter. Understandably so. But cop machismo, cop machismo, here's a new one, is an important way of understanding police violence against people of color. 
It explains why Derek Chauvin pressed his knee against George Floyd's neck, continuing for two minutes after Floyd's pulse stopped, and why three other officers chose to keep the crowd at bay rather than save Floyd's life. So that's toxic masculinity again. But we're just going to have to do something about this, guys. We're going to have to do something. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? You guys remember the... Uh, i got to pull this one up. You guys remember this. When COVID first hit, and they were saying, well, <clears throat> men, men are being... Uh, Men have worse cases of COVID. There are more men being hit with COVID than there are women. There are more men being hit with COVID than there are women. So we're going to have to do trials on estrogen therapy. Right? And you had news articles. Here you go. Estrogen therapy in non-severe COVID-19 patients. To stop the spread of, the spread of COVID, we're going to have to give you female hormones. All right? Let's give men female hormones because that'll stop the COVID. That'll stop the COVID, guys. That's going to stop the coof. Estrogen therapy for men. <laughs> what? What? Can all male support groups save men from themselves? So, you know, we, we, we need uh, support groups. We need new, new masculine idols like uh, Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X, we need... Where'd it go? Lil Nas X. We need skirts, right? So liberating. Skirts. Mini skirts for dudes. Men in dresses, that's going to help us save you from toxic masculinity, right? We got to dress like this, and then we can go to all male support groups. Right? It's like all this the, the destruction of real communities, the destruction of families, the destruction of the transmission vehicle for generational knowledge, which, which is the family, right? which is the family, which is the church. Right, the, the attempt to completely destroy, to completely ruin manhood in general is fully in effect. Right, they're going full steam, full speed ahead with this, uh, with this nonsense. But you, you know, support groups, that's going to help you, right? Get together with a bunch of other confused and emasculated men. And just, just hug it out. Just got to hug it out. InsideHook.com says, In the wake of Me Too, a movement that owes its roots to the feminist awakenings of the 1960s has emerged. All male support groups. <laughs> Masters of Atlantis. The Charles Portis novel first published in 1985, now a cult favorite, beloved by writers, comedians, and roughly every other intellectual ironist on Twitter, tells the story of Lamar Jimerson, a veteran of World War I, who while in France gets hip to a larger truth. Like many stumbling through history after the traumas of the Great War, Jamerson falls into a belief system that makes as much sense as anything else, while others drifted and dove headfirst into communism, fascism, dadaism, Catholicism, flapperism, and or happy hodgepodge of them all. <laughs> Give or take pretty much any other worldview lying around. Jamerson is drawn to theosophism, the Gnostic pursuit and finding of esoteric knowledge. Theosophy. What a surprise, right? Back to theosophy. You know, remember the UN has been pushing theosophy. The UN published Alice Bailey's work, right? The, the Lucifer Trust, the Lucius Trust. They published all this Gnostic work from, uh, from Alice Bailey back in the day. Here we go. So Gnosticism and 
and, and men's support groups, that's going to save you. Right? Men's rights, men's groups, not to be confused with the odious men's rights activism. That's, that's bad. And it's crybaby antics. The men's groups had their genesis in the feminist awakenings of the 60s and 70s. Oh, you know they're good, right? Because they're, they have their genesis in the feminist awakenings, not the odious men's rights groups, right? Because men's rights, that's just, that's toxic masculinity. Men don't need rights. Men need skirts, right? Men don't need rights. Men need vasectomies. Men need estrogen therapy. Estrogen therapy, mini skirts. That's what we need. <laughs> All right, let's go over here. We got a tip over here. We got a big old tip from Spring Breakfast. What's up, Spring Breakfast? Thank you so much, Spring Breakfast. Come over there, reminding you guys over on Rockfin and YouTube. Reminding you guys, if you like, if you like the stream, please support it, guys. We're supported by you guys, 100% supported by all you. Come over here, read these tips. I think we might have a couple. No, we just got one. One new tip over there. Spring breakfast. Tipping on Rockfin. Tip 20 bucks. Thank you very much, Spring Breakfast. Says, I was listening to Alan Watt about his treatment by medical administration and how they wanted to kick him out as soon as he arrived. My dad's experience turned out the same. I'm now doing hospice care for him. Strange world. I, got a li I didn't listen to many of Alan Watt, uh, his last broadcasts. Is that what happened? He was going to try to get help for his health and they basically kicked him out. That's so sad. I mean, this is another thing that happens with, with the breakup of the family. And another thing that's been normalized by the coof is just the destruction of the right, the, like a dignified death for old people. Right? I mean, the destruction of families, the destruction of people's ability to congregate together, but also the dignified death of our elderly the dignified deaths of our elderly, which should be, you know, a basic thing that that we should be uh, allowing them, has been robbed from them. It's horrible. It's horrible. So yeah, I'm not sure what happened with uh, Alan Watts. We're not talking about Alan Watts, the uh, that weird dork, Gnostic New Age guy. We're talking about Alan Watt, who was a legitimate researcher who gave great recommendations for books to read concerning the uh, worldview and the. Uh, and the open plans of the of the global elite. Now, Alan Watt passed away a few weeks back, unfortunately. He was up there in age, but yeah, I, I didn't, I don't, I don't really know what happened to him. I'm gonna have to look into that. I listen to, I gotta listen to some of his last, uh, some of his last broadcasts. If you if you have any suggestions on which ones to listen to, there, Spring Breakfast, let me know. And thank you so much for the support. Guys over there on YouTube, you guys are getting, you guys are getting eclipsed by the Rockfin crew. Rockfin crew supporting more than the YouTube crew. It's a, it's a slow day for the, uh, for the bigots. The super chat competition, we're, we, we're gonna have to say, I'll have to say right now the winner so far of the super chat competition on YouTube is Andrew Sheed. The Rockfin bigot of the night so far is Spring Breakfast and Mick Ale. Tied Whispering Breakfast. Thank you, guys. And, of course, shout-out to Tate and Just for Kicks. Shout-out to Aaron the Big Black Dude over there on YouTube. On the, uh, on the YouTube over there. Thank you, guys, for the support. Aaron the Big Black Dude, Marianne, and DB, and Andrew Sheed. Remember, these streams are supported by you guys. Read Father Seraphim Rose over in the chat. It says, 
Death with dignity for all junkies in Starbucks bathrooms. <laughs> and then that's that's a very untimely that's a very untimely laugh. Very inappropriate time to laugh. It's sad. Right? I mean it's sad the way we're treating our elderly. It's the same thing we're doing to young people though. I mean look, young children are being locked up away in their homes and told by creepy Alan Morauka on Sesame Street, oh, we gotta all get used to this new way of living. All gotta get used to the new way of living, children. And old people are being destroyed. Young people are being destroyed. It's not, it's not a fun thing to watch. It's not a fun thing to see. And it's not something that's necessary. I mean, if people would stand up and say, no, we're not going to be dehumanized. No, we're not going to buy in. All right, now I'm back. Now I'm back. I know why that happened. That happened. I had a, I had a VPN running and I was trying to load a web page and it was happening slow. So I figured it might have been the VPN. So I turned off the VPN. But now we should be all right. All right, sorry guys. Are we live still? What's up with this? Now OBS is being a little weird. Sometimes I gotta restart OBS. I don't know why it is. I don't know why that is, but I sometimes have to restart OBS. Yeah, I might do that right now. Because OBS is not it's not giving me that green light. Hold on, guys. I'm sorry for the tech issue. Let me just restart OBS real quick. Okay, stop dreaming for one. All right, we'll see. How's that? Live now. We back. How's the connection, guys? Let me just make sure. Make sure we're good. Somebody give me a... All right, we're back. We good? Works. We back. Yo, says Dangerfield. Henley, thank you. Shout out to Dangerfield. Dangerfield, you are such an epic mod, I gotta say. You do such a good job modding. Where's OK, though? What's up with OK? OK, I haven't seen OK. Has OK been around? Yeah. OK. Never mind. We've seen OK. I just didn't notice OK. Not in the street like that. OK. We've seen OK in Discord. All right. Well, it's super weird. Look at OBS. See, it says it's red. OBS is red, but it's still, it's going at 3,500. Let me just, sorry guys, let me adjust something on OBS and see if this helps. Output. 2,700? Okay. How's the quality? We good? Quality good? All right, everyone hears me. Okay, thank you guys. Thank you for the patience. We are, we're solid. I'm having some weird issues with OBS lately. Maybe, maybe OBS needs to, uh, there's, no, there's no update right now, but perhaps OBS should make a new update. All right, enough of that. Enough of that. Thank you guys so much. 
refresh the page if it started to um, if it started to lag over there on YouTube. Thank you guys for the support. There we go. Rockfin checking in with the tips. John World, thank you, Yon World. Yon World tip twenty bucks on Rockfin says I was listening to Alan Watt as well right before the stream. Nice, nice. Yeah, rest in peace, Alan Watt. I liked Alan Watt. He was a great researcher. I'm gonna have to go listen to some of his last. Some of like the stuff from his last month. He started doing these like four hour radio broadcast type things though in the end there. So it's hard to catch it's hard to catch them when they're when they're so long, you know. Yeah, he did a great job. He great gave some great research leads. Alan Walt, cutting through the matrix.com. Because all the big boys, the big boys at the top, they're all wearing skirts. The big boys at the top all wearing miniskirts. Miniskirts are the hottest thing for the big boys. If you want to be a big boy, wear the miniskirt. Alright. <laughs> so men's support groups. Miniskirts. This is the new the new male. The new male. And guess what else good global citizens do? Guess what all the good new male Global citizens do. They line up. They line up to get those happy, healthy medicine shots. The happy, healthy medicine shots. And also, they wear their masks. They wear their masks. So we're going to hit up on some of the uh, some of the vaccine news. We're going to be going over to Rockfin for that, though. You guys who are watching on YouTube, we're going to skip over to Rockfin in a few minutes here. We'll start out. We'll start out the next segment, though with something that is a little bit more YouTube friendly, something we can actually talk about on YouTube. And then we're going over there. We're going to talk about the newest updates on the uh, on your genetic updates, right? Your, your mandatory genetic updates. They're trying to make this mandatory for people where they're working. I talked to a guy today, DM me on Instagram, said that his job is trying to make it mandatory. Shots are mandatory at work. He has to get it. He has to get it or he'll be fired, he's told. I mean, this is complete, this should be, where are, where are and why are there not lawyers stepping up? And this, this seems like an open and closed case. Forcing people to be medical experimentation victims, forcing people to become lab rats for untested, unapproved gene therapies from these companies with, with a history of lying. These companies that have a history of complete degeneracy, complete dishonesty. How is it that this is being normalized? I do not understand. I do not understand. But also, here we go. We got, we got some clips here. What's going on in clown world lately? Man, OBS is still going slow for some reason. Let me come here and just make sure the quality is good. YouTube quality looks good. How's Rockfin quality, guys? How's the Rockfin quality? Someone in the chat on Rockfin said, I'll get fired before I get stabbed. That's what I'm saying. But I mean, a lot, of, some, a lot of these people, they seem, a lot of people are accepting this coercion. I mean, to me, it's just, it's so offensive. To me, it's so offensive that you know we have our friends and families are being forced into this. We're going to talk about that in the uh, in the Rockfin exclusive segment. But here we go. We got a good global citizen on an elevator here. Come out of the elevator, 
so she can come out of the elevator. Because it's a small space we're supposed to maintain social distancing. I don't understand why you can't just politely step out to allow me out of the you didn't walk me nicely. You said get the fuck out the elevator. No, 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 no. My girl. My girl. Hold on. Hold on. My girl. You want to stand in the elevator with me? And catch it. Look, you're not making sense, and you might as well get up on your floor. Kids that well, you would think they're girls like 18, 19. I mean, like these little, they seem like college students. This is what this is. This is what they're doing to children. They are turning people into mentally ill headcase monsters. They are making people psychotic with this madness. This is freaking ridiculous. You have a compromised immune system because you're wearing a piece of plastic cloth over your face. You're wearing a piece of plastic over your face and that's decreasing your oxygen levels and trapping all sorts of bacteria in your face. You're not supposed to be walking around wearing a piece of cloth over your mouth. You're wearing a muzzle, you moron. <laughs> so <laughs> we got that one. Then we got another one here. Southwest Airlines. Passengers, headline, Southwest Airlines passengers dance and cheers. Couple accused of refusing to wear masks gets thrown off flight. They're cheering, dancing and cheering. Right? These people, they feel like they're finally part of something, you know. Oh, we're, we're saving the world. We're saving the world. There's a two-year-old on this flight that refuses to put a mask on. Oh, no. Oh, no. We're saving the world by... Clapping at them getting kicked off. We'll watch this one, and then we're gonna after this after this clip, we're gonna go live exclusively on Rockfin, guys. Head over to Rockfin, pull up a tab on Rockfin. There you go, second half, exclusive on Rockfin. We're talking about getting that chip, getting snipped and chipped, taxed and vaxed, like all good global citizens. And we're talking about where this is going. Exactly where this is headed. So here you go. Now, the, uh, the mask. Right, you can't travel if you don't have the mask. You can't go into stores if you don't have the mask. Well, guess what then comes next? Switch the mask for the vax. Lather, rinse, repeat. I think that you better get off. This chick has a mask on. She's wearing a mask. Bye. 
who these people are. It's a bonnet. She was wearing a mask. <laughs> Someone gets up and does a happy dance. The passenger refused to comply with COVID-19 safety protocols by not wearing a mask. Oh, the safety protocols. So she wasn't wearing a mask before the clips, but she put it on before that clip begins, according to the, uh, the article here. So they're just, they're clapping. Oh, they're cheering. They're cheering. Federal law requires Southwest to ensure that every person age two and over wear a mask at all times throughout a flight including during boarding and deplaning. We communicate the face covering mandate to all customers at multiple touch points throughout the travel journey, says Southwest. So these, are, these airlines, they don't care about being destroyed. The people, the, the big investment banks who are invested in these huge transnational corporations, they don't care if some of them go under. Right? People like Bill Gates are buying up private airlines. Right? You've got private jets, the elite have private jets. They don't have to go on jets with you, plebs. So what happens when the mask becomes the shot? When the mask becomes the shot? I mean, people are, people are already this demonic level of fervor about, oh, you're wearing your mask incorrectly. Oh, you're not wearing a mask. What happens when the next stage goes down? The next stage is, of course... The mask becomes the shot. The shot is the new mask. All right, so we're going over there to Rockfin. You guys are on YouTube. Got a bunch of bigots watching on YouTube. Pull up the stream on Rockfin. Watch that second half. Uncensored. Exclusive on Rockfin. Live right now. You can watch it for live for free. And then later on, if you guys are watching this later on on YouTube, YouTube crew over there on the, the dying horrible joke of a platform that is YouTube, make sure to sign up, make a free account over on Rockfin, and you can view all of our free material over there, all our free content over there, and then also if you upgrade to a subscription, you can get access to the premium content, right? the, uh, the, the gold level content, that premium content up on Rockfin. So upgrading to the subscription will allow you to watch this on the replay, but if you're watching right now live, you watch for free live. Right, we got a bunch of videos for free up there on Rockfin. Zero censorship on Rockfin. And they actually allow tips over there on Rockfin, which is really cool. And they, you know what's cool about Rockfin? You can tip even after the live stream is over. So if you make a video and people like it, they can tip you on that video a week later. All right, so go over there on Rockfin. Pull up a tab on Rockfin. Watch it for free if you're live right now. Upgrade to a subscription if you're not live and you want access to all the exclusive premium content. And you can get access to everybody else's on Rockfin's exclusive premium content, with there's a bunch of great content creators. Jay Dyer's over there. Uh, who else? Jason Burmas. Uh, Whitney Webb is there. Last American Vagabond. Bunch of people who've, uh, who've either gotten kicked off of or had their reach to their audience destroyed on YouTube, just like this channel. So there we go. Hit up on Rockfin. Thank you guys for supporting via the uh, Streamlabs. Matze. Matze donated 15 bucks. Thank you so much, Matze. Donated 50 bucks via Streamlabs. Says, love the streams. Uh, do you think what's going on in the world right now is orchestrated by the angels of the Lord? The angels of the Lord? I mean, look, I, I think it's a, a lot of speculation on exactly 
you know, the mechanisms of what happens exactly in the spiritual world. I would say that much of what we see going on right now in the world is clearly demonic, right? These people cheering and clapping at a woman getting kicked off of a plane for not complying with proper usage of a mask. Like what she do? She take off the mask and take a bite of food or something? She wasn't wearing it right. She wasn't wearing it properly. People are just demonically clapping and dancing, right? When you see what's going on with uh, the rap industry, Lil Nas and all these, uh, all these, uh, these little maggot rappers like him. When you see what's going on with the degeneracy, with the sexual degeneracy, with uh, with children being openly groomed and abused, right? With uh, Alan Marauka on freaking Sesame Street, right? With uh, what was that guy's name? The in the dancing video. Porter, I forget what his name was, but yeah, I mean, a lot of this stuff that's happening is obviously demonic. Right, but then again, you know, all things work for good that lo that for those that love God, right? So we we can't just we can't just uh, we can't just look at the demonic. We got to look at God's grace in our life. We got to look at our ability to we have to look at our ability to repent. Right? We have to turn from this nonsense. We have to pray to God. Now we have to turn towards God and turn away from sin. We gotta to turn towards God and turn away from this nonsense. We gotta deny well not deny, but we have to uh we have to turn away and kind of excise ourselves from our old ways and embrace the truth and embrace goodness. So yeah. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate that. Everybody else who donated via the stream labs today, Aaron the Big Black Dude, thank you very much. Also, thank you, big shout out to uh, Mick Ale. Was that Mick Ale over there? And I know that was on Rockfin. Who let me see the uh, stream labs over here. If you guys have got any last last minute donations on stream labs, DB, thank you very much. Andrew Sheed, Mary Ann, thank you very much. Here's that. Here's the clip that DB just sent earlier. DB's clip over here from Kyle Dunnigan. <laughs> Well, I was born and raised in Scranton, PA. Lifeguard by the pool is where I spent my days. <laughs> a dude named Corn Pop wasn't that Started making trouble at the swimming pool. So I took a chain, wrapped it around my legs. There were hair than my other legs. But not my legs. Black kids would touch them. <laughs> Come on, man. Then I got a train and moved to D.C. Jeroska Brahma gave a job to me. I shuffled around and sucked fingertips. Made a big speech, kissed the boy on the lips. Oh no. What are you looking at? I wrote the damn bill. I hold the ladies tight and sniff all their hairs. First person American to fall up the stairs. Ran for president, I was a winner. Winner was me. Now I sit at my desk as a present friendie. Not, not, not president. You know the thing. Come on, <laughs> get your face out of your ears. Alright, that was <laughs> that was freaking epic. That's ten times as funny as anything you'll see on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Shitty ass Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Shout out to Kyle Dunnigan. <laughs> the corn pop. To a dude named Corn Pop, who wasn't that cool. Started making trouble at the swimming pool. So I took a chain, wrapped it around my legs. There were hair in my other legs. Not, not my, my black kids would touch him. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, DB. That's a solid one. Dickie Goodman, thank you very Wait, I th how did that happen? We turned off. We shouldn't be able to get super chats on YouTube. But anyways, Dickie Goodman, we didn't. We got a super chat from Dickie Goodman on YouTube. 
We thought we turned off the ability to send Super Chats on YouTube because we despise YouTube and they get 30% of that. But thank you, Dickie Goodman, for that $4.99 Super Chat over there. Appreciate that. Uh, anyways, guys, we're, we're heading over there to Rockfin. We're going to be exclusively on Rockfin now um, for the rest of this stream. And if you're watching on the replay, you're going to have to... Uh, it, it's going to be free right now if you're watching live, right? If you're watching live, it's free. Go over there to Rockfin. You can finish the stream with us. We're going to go deep. We're going deep on the snipping and the microchipping. We're going deep on the... Uh, we're going to watch CNN... Not CNN. 60 Minutes. Yeah, you know the thing. We're going to watch 60 Minutes clip about... Uh, about the microchip, which is getting, it's getting crazy out there, guys. It's getting crazy. Every single agenda is being pushed full throttle right now. All right, people need to stand up and say, no, we're not going to accept this. People got to stand up and say, no, we're not going to wear your freaking masks. We're not going to get jabbed. We're not going to get snipped. We're not going to wear the damn skirts. All right, we got to build real communities, build real families. Now, even if your family's going half nuts from all this COVID stuff, if, even if your family is completely com <laughs> insane, we got to have mercy. We have to actually have patience. We got to build real relationships, real communities. And we got to patch up things with our families. We got to make things right. Yeah, because these people completely destroying our ability to communicate with each other, making it almost impossible for people, even within families, to communicate. With the massive political divide that they're creating with all this insanity. Right? It's our responsibility to stop buying into the lies. You know, to love our families, to love our communities, create real communities. Maybe even produce some of your own food. Because right? remember the, uh, the, uh, the food supply shortages that we saw when a lot of these things started getting rolled out. A lot of these restrictions started getting rolled out. That stuff could be brought back in an instant, right? So food security, trade and barter locally, working on actually securing your own neighborhoods, right? This is something BLM out there marching in the streets, defund the police, defund the police without teaching people tactics to actually legally and safely and effectively Keep their neighborhoods safe. All right, so we need real communities. We need real families. We need real fathers out there. There are solutions to this, but it, hey, it's not going to be easy. The solutions don't come easy. We've got to repent. So anyways, we're going over there to Rockfin. We're going live on Rockfin right now. Second half uncensored on Rockfin. We're talking about that microchipping, the snipping. <laughs> we're done on the men with skirts though alright guys we're out of here thank you so much thank you for the tips over there on YouTube thank you for the tips on Rockfin we're going live on Rockfin right now hold on let me uh, transition make sure we're good here
It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to one day early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. PenFed's got- 